serving communities in northern and central Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. This is Aspirus Health Talk with Melanie Cole. In the United States, the most common type of heart disease is coronary artery disease. For some people, the first sign of coronary artery disease is a heart attack. But a coronary calcium scan might just help you know your risk and allow you to take steps to improve your heart health. My guest today is Dr. David Murdoch. He's a cardiologist at Aspirus Cardiology. Welcome to the show. Dr. Murdoch, what is a coronary calcium scan? Well, coronary calcium scan, if you do a chest x-ray of somebody, you will see the ribs, and that's because the x-rays easily identify calcium. If we do a, a CAT scan of the chest and we course through the heart, we can pick up calcium in the coronary arteries. That's sometimes the first signs of uh, coronary artery disease, the most common killer of people in the United States. So the scan itself, first of all, what are the benefits? You know, when would somebody even be considered for this kind of a test? Uh, That's a very, very good question. Uh, uh, Considering that, again, that uh, coronary disease is the number one killer, we, we know that there's various risk factors for that. Diabetes, high blood pressure, family history, high cholesterol, et cetera. Well, those are all looking at risks for heart disease. This is actually telling whether you have the disease or not. So what did all those risk factors do to you? The more calcium you have in your coronary arteries, the more likely you are to have a cardiovascular event. The other uh, uh, thing is also true. If you don't have coronary artery uh, calcium, if you don't have calcium in your coronary arteries, your chances of having a coronary event are very low. So it gives us information on both sides, whether you're a low risk or whether you're a high risk. So how does the doctor decide and who should get I mean, if you've just spoken about some of the risk factors for coronary artery disease and somebody might be at risk, is this sort of a test that you would recommend for many people or only specific populations? Well, I I think it should be more widely utilized. Um, It's generally agreed that it shouldn't be utilized in very low-risk people, and I'll tell you what I mean by that nor should it be used in very high-risk people. Um, it's used to change therapy or make therapeutic decisions. So if you have a very low risk, their chances of having coronary disease are so low that it's not likely that it's going to pick up anything. Uh, examples of that would be you know, very young people, um, uh, people who have no risk factors for uh, heart disease or are less than the age 40. Their chances of having coronary artery disease is so low that we don't generally recommend uh, obtaining the coronary calcium scan unless there are some other concerns uh, going, ongoing. The opposite is also true. If you have uh, very high risk, let's say you've already had a heart attack or you have peripheral vascular disease or you've had a bypass operation, we already know uh, that you are in the high-risk group. We've already shown that, and uh, our treatment is going to be geared at a high-risk person. Um, already. So it's not going to give us any information that we don't already know from your history. So if somebody is in that risk population that you would consider this test, does does it matter if they're on a statin or if they have high cholesterol that's already being managed or if they have hypertension and you assume or think that they might have atherosclerosis or something? Right. This is a test for atherosclerosis. Uh, sometimes the very first signs that is some laying down of calcium in the in the coronary arteries. So all those things you mentioned are risks for atherosclerosis, and this detects whether you have it or not and the extent to which you have it. It actually uh, there is no more accurate risk predictor of an event 
than the coronary calcium. It's higher than, it's a better risk uh, determinator than uh, uh, high cholesterol or high blood pressure. Uh, it gives us more information than those things do. I give you an example. Yesterday I was on call at the hospital, and I had a patient who came in, and um, he had been to his doctor's with some atypical chest pain, and the doctor was uh, did his risk of cholesterol and uh, high blood pressure, and felt that his situation wasn't bad enough to need a statin. Well, it turns out uh, he got cath while he's in the hospital, and he had severe three-vessel coronary artery disease. The point is, the standard risk factors in him failed him. He he wasn't being treated aggressively, yet he was loaded with coronary artery disease. That would have easily shown on a coronary calcium score. Tell us about the test itself. What's involved? It's a very easy test. You, a CAT scan, you basically lay on the table, and um, the CAT scan goes over you, and uh, it takes the X-ray images of your heart. It uh, reconstructs them in three dimensions, and then uh, determines the calcium in the coronary arteries, and it's automatic. There's a computer algorithm that quantitates the amount of calcium, and then you are compared to everybody else your your age and sex in the database, which is huge. You know, hundreds of thousands of people have had these done, and that data goes into this database, and you're compared to that database uh, with respect to how much calcium you have compared to somebody else your age and sex. So what do the results mean? Who reads them? Is this something that can be, when it's being done, the, the radiologist or whoever's doing it tells you the results, or is this something someone has to look at? It takes a little time, then you get your results. A little bit of both. Uh, the CAT scan, the computer algorithms will quantitate the amount of calcium, and it will tell where they are. Are they in the right coronary artery, the, the uh, large artery run, running down the front of the heart, sometimes called the widowmaker? Um, it will tell us where they are and how much calcium, and that will generate a number, uh, a total number uh, that we call the coronary calcium score. Of course, the nor- normal coronary calcium score is zero. Um, values above uh, 400, for instance, are considered a very high risk, the same risk as if you've already had a heart attack that you might have another one. So those are called coronary equivalents. Um, that is, you have the equivalent risk of somebody who's already had a cardiac event. Um, so a coronary score of zero basically means we could not detect hardening of the arteries or atherosclerosis in you, and that can help in decision-making too. Uh, we don't give chemotherapy to people who don't have cancer, for instance. Well, uh, some, if you don't have coronary disease or atherosclerosis, then the need to treat aggressively with statins isn't there. So that's the first line. I mean, if you're seeing this and they have a score obviously above zero or anywhere that you feel, doctor, is high enough that that treatment or aggressive treatment is required, then what? You start with statins and then discuss whether they're going to need some kind of an angioplasty or something later on down the line? That's exactly right. So if, let's say, they have an elevated score and um, it puts them in a high-risk group, well, the first thing, even if they don't have symptoms, that doesn't mean they, you know, they don't have a problem. That's the unfortunate thing about heart disease is about 40% of the time, the first event is sudden, uh, sudden death. Um, so if somebody has an elevated score, we may want to do a stress test on them uh, then. And that will uh, uncover, if they have significant blockages, that will uncover those uh, the stress test will become abnormal, and that may lead to a 
cardiac catheterization, demonstrating the extent of the disease and the need for either cardiac surgery or perhaps a stent, or less significant disease that we might treat medically by trying to knock down the cholesterol as much as we possibly can, controlling the blood pressure, controlling diabetes should it be present, that sort of thing. So then talk about prevention for us in summary. Dr. Murdoch, give us your best advice as a cardiologist, what you want people to know about the importance of asking their physician about a coronary calcium scan if they have any of those risk factors, and what you want them to think about when they're thinking about diet and exercise and atherosclerosis and preventing the calcium buildup in the first place. Um, That's a large question. I know. (laughs) You can do it. Um, well, you, you mentioned most of the most of the things right there. Uh, again, keep in mind that we're treating the most deadly disease known to America, atherosclerosis. It basically kills every other person in this country, and not now or you know, but in your lifetime, we all die from something. That is likely the cause of death in almost uh, half of the people in the United States: strokes, heart attacks, peripheral vascular disease, aneurysms, all part of the same uh, process. So we know. Uh, that there's a lot of risk factors that we can control. Weight uh, is a big risk factor, so that determines whether we become diabetic. Plenty of exercise may be de- help determine whether we become diabetic uh, or not. So adequate amounts of uh, exercise. Um, and, of course, health, uh, healthy eating. Um, we know sugar is the, is one of the culprits that we have in our country that is one of the worst things for us. The amount of sugar we eat has gone up ma- many fold over the last uh, hundred years. Uh, the sugar intake uh, has gone up, um, pushing the problem with obesity and di- diabetes along with it. So, well, healthy eating is a big part of it, and that the complex carbohydrates, making sure you have fiber in your diet, trying to eliminate eliminate a uh, um, certain amount of red meats, cutting back on on them, saturated fats. Um, that all becomes important. And then uh, your blood pressure. Uh, we have way, uh, ways to control your blood pressure. A lot of it will be, be controlled with simple diet measures. But if not, uh, medications, there's a lot of medications that are very effective, and they've been proven uh, to reduce the chances of having a major cardiac uh, event. So that all, all those things uh, have to be taken into account when we try to eliminate this process. And we've done a good job. If you look over the last uh, 20, 30 years, the chances of dying of cardiovascular disease has continued to drop. So we're making real good progress with what we're doing. Um, Unfortunately, that's being uh, negated to some extent now by the obesity epidemic that's hit, hit America in the last 20 years. Well, it certainly has, and we can discuss that on another show. And thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Murdoch. This is Aspirus Health Talk, and for more information, please visit Aspirus.org. That's Aspirus.org if you have questions about a coronary calcium scan. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.